Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Davis has the ball. Spins it in his hands. Free throw up. It's good. It's over. Team LeBron has won the 69th NBA All-Star Game. 157-155 over Team Giannis. All-Star Game is in the books. Rudy Gobert had a big night. Donovan Mitchell gets his first taste of the All-Star Game as well. And now, PK, back to the race. Rockets could have a familiar look. Looks like they're getting ready to add a couple of former Jazz guys, Damari Carroll and Jeff Green. Let them have them. Jeff Green on a 10-day contract. They're not all the way in on that one right away. No, I'd say they're about probably 10 days. That'll fill out their 15-man roster. Carroll was getting bought out by the Spurs. So now he's ready to move on to Houston. Cleveland Cavaliers and John Beelan in discussions. Is he ready to step down and not even complete year one in Cleveland? Seems like a matter of time now. I'd have to muster up something to care, maybe even 1%. DJ and PK. Tennis. College football. Tennis. University of Utah and LSU announcing a home-and-home deal. It's way out there, PK. More than a decade away. 2031 and 2032. And it's trying to like tell a 25-year-old, you know, you really got to start putting money in your 401k. <laughs> you're you're right. A, you're right, but it's a but, hard sell. But you can't really <laughs> grasp it. It doesn't really register that's something that I need to put at the top of my priority list because it is so far away. More than a decade. I mean, it's the... Uh, longest out series that they have created, you know, outside of the conference when you know that. I mean, you don't even you don't even know, actually, that the conference will be playing those games because you don't know what the conference will look like. Could it be changes then? I mean, it wouldn't shock us if there would be, right? Probably don't anticipate them. But, uh, you know, they've only had uh, a few changes over the course of many, many years, but who knows what's going to happen. Uh, so... It's cool that they're playing them, but it is just so far away to be able to really generate anything more than, eh, well, that's cool. And yet it will get here. You don't know that. Think they'll just buy it out and that won't no, even happen? I mean, don't you people believe in something like that? You know, where things are going to change and you're going to be on fire for a thousand years or something like that? What, what is that? Yes, on fire for a thousand years, you nailed it. I don't know. I'm ballpark. That's usually with me with doctrine. You're good. So you don't know that. And are these these guys uh, here who got the kids that they can't find? Aren't they talking about the end of the world in Ju- July? There's a big two-hour thing on it the other night. I tried to watch it because there was no jazz game, and I fell asleep during it. But uh, so you you can't say that. Maybe you can. Maybe you know more than we do. You're a smart guy. What's your predictions? It'll be here. Put it up on. Uh, your Twitter thing. Yeah, put up a Twitter poll. Will the world end before the Utes play LSU? No, when is the world going to end? But uh, if you want to go that way, yeah. So, it's so far out. It's it, it's now, and I get how they have to do this, and that's the way the thing works, the contracts and all. 
but it becomes almost a little silly. The next game the Utes need to schedule is 2025. They've got the schedules built for the next five years. All set. With Florida coming up in that span. Florida, Arkansas, well, and LSU you now. the internet, man? Because I'm sure you're looking at future schedules. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> that's what we're talking that about. Surprise. <laughs> now he justifies it. <laughs> He's so predictable. <laughs> and I predict. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, what are you predicting? They're going to play LSU. The world will not end before then. First it was the Big Ten, and now it's the ACC, the one-time transfer exemption for student-athletes gaining speed, PK. You can feel it coming now. Let's just the SEC, players, okay, please? The SEC isn't going to uh, stand up and tell them, no, no transferring. It's going to happen. It's just a question oh, you, of when now. You can transfer anytime you want. It's Without just- sitting out a year. Which, with coaches bouncing around, seems like it's only fair. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Potential top overall NFL draft pick Joe Burrow. Making it clear there's more to him simply being selected first overall. There's more to him simply being selected first overall by the Cincinnati Bengals. During a reception in Fort Worth, Texas, where he received the Davey O'Brien Award, Bro told reporters, I do have leverage. The Bengals have their process. I have my process. We haven't gotten to the combine yet. There's a lot of things happening leading up to the draft. A lot of information to be gathered. Burrow did not elaborate further on, a, on the comments. Is he going to go full Eli Manning here and leverage his way out of a team he doesn't want to go to? Uh, I'm surprised they're still handing out college awards. Well, reception for it. I think we already knew he was going to win it. Reception in late, middle February? Yep. Show up to Fort Worth. We're going to give you this award. It's Texas. They can always talk football in Texas. There's never a bad time. Yeah, but I thought they're student athletes. He's just training for the draft at this point. Yeah, well, suppose he was not a senior or he still had eligibility left and didn't declare for the draft. It's on a weekend? They had it on a holiday. Probably flew him in and out. That's the time you really bear down on your studies since we're talking about school. (laughs) All right, we'll see if Joe Burrow has decided the Bengals aren't for him and he'll try to leverage a trade like Eli Manning did. How do we know Joe Burrow is going to be anything? We don't. That's the beautiful thing. We've seen quarterbacks bust no matter where they're picked. We've seen them succeed no matter where they're picked. Right again. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. I'm depending on the league to try to put a, a stop to, you know, this seemingly premeditated retaliation that I'm hearing about. And in most instances in life, you know, you get kind of reprimanded for, you know, when you have premeditated anything. I'm just hoping that the league, you know, puts a stop to this uh, before somebody gets hurt. Dusty Baker, the Astros' new manager. Does not want to see the Astros getting plunked over and over again. Yeah, and if he was a manager of any other team, man, we got to get even with those cheaters. <laughs> you got to send a message. <laughs> there will be justice. So everything's political. <laughs> William Hill Sportsbook, which establishes odds on everything, has set the over-under at 83 and a half batters getting hit by a pitch for the Astros this season. I have no idea what would be the average anyway, so I can't relate that to anything. Yach looked it up for us or pulled it out of the story. Nine teams in the past five years have been hit 
by pitches more yeah. than the three and a half. So that 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 doesn't really excite me. It doesn't really say anything. Okay, did it excite you when Mike Trout came out? And started uh, condemning the Astros and having fun at their expense. It'd be great to know. Oh, it'd be, it'd be a lot fun. of fun. It'd be a lot, a lot of fun, fun he said. Yeah. yeah. We go and, up and, late, uh, knowing what's coming. It'd be uh, pretty fun up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be. <laughs> Here comes a fastball. Oh, well, I was listening to somebody. I think it was Johnny Bench. And he said, if I would have known what was coming, I would have hit 700. Now, he was exaggerating. He was making a point. But the idea being that these guys, if they know what's coming, sure. Their batting averages would go up uh, substantially. Maybe that's what they ought to do. Let everybody know. You want offense? Chicks dig the long ball. <laughs> Be required. <laughs> that's just, you want to sell the game more? I guess the game is in disarray. Attendance has been declining and probably going to stop in a few years. So <laughs> stop. <laughs> We'll have a baseball season listen, every other summer to build up demand. Listen to you people talk, and that's what we hear. So, yeah, I mean, I the players, have, it, it's the same thing like in, in the steroid issue. The, the principle being, well, wait a second, if they're doing it, why can't I do it? So, yeah, if they're getting all this run and all this publicity and all these great feelings and sportsmen of the year and MVPs and whatnot through a cheating mechanism, why can't I do it? Yeah. So I would expect that Trout... And whomever would be saying those things. As I would say, Baker's got to protect his team, so don't be throwing at these guys. But if they get hit 82 times, does that mean they're not throwing at them? Because some guys have made an art of getting hit by a pitch, and so they regularly uh, get hit by it. Lean in, spin, look like they're getting out of the way, but they're not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does that really mean? I, I don't know that the number will matter. I think we'll know it when we see it rather than the aggregate total over the course of a season. May not mean as much, but depending on who the teams are, I mean, is there a real incentive for the White Sox to throw at these guys as opposed to the Yankees and the A's and teams in their division, which obviously the Angels are. Mm-hmm. That might be a different story there. And actually, I think that uh, two things. I think that it's good that they found this out so you can improve the game. And then it just creates all sorts of talk. Baseball's getting a ton of publicity yeah. out of this. And yeah. finally, a player not on the Astros has stuck up for the Astros a little bit. J.D. Martinez calling the Astro criticism a little bit too much. Right, because he's with Boston, and they, <laughs> they are guilty too. Yeah, right. so I mean, of course, the hammer's he's going, about to fall. He's down going there. to say that. Well, that's I think not. We need, to, we need to move on. This bash. It's getting carried away. Yeah, I mean, he's part of the maybe some connection to it to begin with himself. So of course, he's going to say that. Is it the no one from the Yankees is saying <laughs> the Yankees and Dodgers are <laughs> not going there. Right, and now we're starting to see players not just blast the Astros, the the commissioner. I'm uh, Turner for the Dodgers. Ooh, hey, the only thing wrong with that hunk of metal is his na- is the word commissioners yeah. on it. Yeah, and uh, Bellinger. Uh, what was it? That was weekend? awesome. Yeah, he went I crazy. Mean, he just, and, and, and he 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 was calm. Yes. but he unloaded. Yes, he yes, unloaded. Exactly. The, yes. the whole code thing. Yeah, that was out the window. Right. Hey, let's let's get to the truth. 
Yeah. At he, least the way he sees the truth. He just hit it hard. You're right. He was totally controlled. It was just standing there in a locker room as if he was talking about the weather or what have you. And so, yeah, he was going big time strong on his, his comments. And, and Turner took it. Well, the Bellinger was relative to the Astros. Turner was to the commissioner in the right. discipline. But those guys were affected the most mm-hmm. in the National League anyway. So, of course, they had the most to say. Yeah. Yeah. And they've taken all sorts of cr- grief for having great seasons and only gagging in the postseason because right. they haven't won it yet. And now it turns out that they lost in seven to a team that was stealing signs. I can understand them completely. and then Bellinger, In a way, I feel like the Yankees, who also lost in seven in the ALCS, are kind of getting overlooked because the Dodgers were so close to it. But who's to say the Yankees wouldn't have beaten the Dodgers? Well, yeah, you can conjure up anything. It's like uh, changing a referee's call and expecting that you that that bucket that they took away from you with three minutes to go was the last thing. You can even say with, Bob, with the block on Gobert and Portland, they still had nine seconds to go. 20 things could have happened between now and then, although if I'm Portland, I understand why they're furious about it. All right, DJ and PK, there's what's trending, and the headlines are brought to you by the folks at Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, Ryan Abraham, uscfootball.com host of the podcast of champions will join us to talk college football at 8 30 talk about the pac 12 what's the reaction there to colorado's coach being one and done and out the door and ben anderson at nine o'clock to talk about the jazz here on the jazz pre-half and post-game shows coming up we got a couple uh, questions that's the beauty of a three-day weekend what you think of the all-star game what you think of the new format how did you like Rudy? How did you like Donovan? We'll get to all of that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. The ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. That's the sound of me. I think it was going after you. Whizzing down my leg <laughs> while singing the national anthem at a bees game, not a foot away from a bald eagle who did not like my bald. The shine came off the back of my head, and he was like, I've had it! It was kind of scary. For bald eagle, man, those claws got a hold of that dome, man. It'd yeah, be I a might. tough fight, man. Uh, <laughs> I'd still take you in the battle, but you're not coming you out. You take of me over an eagle? I would never punch a bald oh. eagle. I'd go to prison. That eagle's actually pretty quick. In fact, by law, I think it's allowed to attack my dome. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK is brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Well, the All-Star Game got a lot of love the new format pk <laughs> cracked me up now that was an all-star game don't you think and it was just non-stop fans were like hey they're playing hard in the fourth quarter which seems like a low bar but nonetheless they played hard for a few minutes people enjoyed themselves and listening yesterday we had off so what did i do same thing i would have done if i would work i just did it after 10 o'clock Watch these shows and listen to these shows when I went to the gym, and they're just going, you know what? And I'm thinking, they played hard. Yeah, I'm thinking, man, LeBron, three-time NBA champion, 
three-time NBA Finals MVP, four-time Most Valuable, two-time Olympic winner, and... You now you got to put the 2020 All Star victory. It's got to be right there. <laughs> 2020 All Star game champion. They're making such a big, big deal. deal. A lot of people it. playing hard. They really play basketball hard. Oh, it was funny, but it was fresh, and so they did it for a few minutes because it wasn't that way earlier in the game. I still don't know the format. You were telling me about 24 points. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm not. Why should I learn this? This is a practice game. It's not even a practice game. It's an exhibition, and it's for fun, and who cares? But it got people excited. That's for sure. And what it did is the, I mean, it got the, the TV people, they love to be positive. It's just their nature. And so, especially like ESPN, who's financially partnering with the NBA. So, of course, you're going to pump that up because it's going to make you look good and your network look good. And the folks who love basketball thought it was the greatest. The rest of us who, yeah, we enjoy basketball, okay, when's the season resume? (laughs) When we look back at the 2019-2020 season, there are still the scripts to be written, and when it's done, the All-Star game ain't going to be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) So I found it just highly enjoyable. I actually found listening to that stuff yesterday more enjoyable than the the 15 minutes they played hard. (laughs) Yeah. It was awesome to hear people just pile on. That was great. Yeah. They played so hard. And thinking yeah. that's like the one thing you go down to any three on three pickup game. Guys may not be any good, but they play hard. They well, to, especially they if it's a uh, loser's walk. Yeah, if you, if the only and way it's to packed. If you, yeah, the only way to stay on the court is to win. You're really yeah. going at it. Well, yeah. When I but even it. if you're not, if you're just going against your friends or whatever, you don't want to lose and listen to them talk to you about how good they are. <laughs> I played a lot of hoop in my 20s, and I would go, when I was living in California, I would go with a friend of mine, his name is Wayne, and we would go up to the San Fernando Valley, where he's from. Oh, we, really? Yeah. Huh. And we would go to a, a park there, I think it was in Encino, and uh, I'd go on a Saturday afternoon. And it was crowded, so oh, you, yeah, you lost her off the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking you drove past dozens and dozens that's and dozens where, but of that's games where he lived, there. though. Yeah. And so, uh, and I had done that. I had roomed with him in college, and we had we had done that. So when well, you're 20, it's you know, 20, know, it's just yeah, no whatever. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you got nothing going on, <laughs> right? And it's a Saturday, and so you'd ball out like it was just everything. Game seven, baby. Yeah. Yeah, Game or seven. At, when I was going to ASU, and we'd play, and you'd go there on a Saturday, you know, and there was dozens and dozens of guys wanting to play, and so, yeah, you'd play as hard as you could, and it was always a lot of fun. Occasionally, you'd have a scuffle or two, and guys would uh, get in between you and tell you to come to your sentences. We're playing a pickup ball here, but it was sure fun. And you know, I don't do that as much anymore. In fact, I do it at zero. But uh, I've retired at the time. You know, we I think all of us can relate to that. You don't have to play at the NBA to, as you say, guys play hard. It's not about the level of ability. It's just the intensity of it. And it was fun to see. I will admit that. And I give them credit for trying. Anytime somebody tries to be innovative and just don't do the same old thing, even if it doesn't work. At least you're trying, you know, as long as you're not just making a total mockery of it, but adapting the rules to fit the situation, 
as we change and attention spans and whatnot, the world changes, I'm all for it. And so in the last few minutes, that was sort of fun. I mean, exactly. The world's best players, or the world's best players for one team, 40, 40% of them are on the Raptors. And the Raptors coach. Yes, I didn't see that. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't the world's best players. Half of them were sitting on a bench. I mean, if you're going to go a defensive thing, clearly Gobert should have been in there. But his coach was the coach of the Raptors, and he's playing his two guys. And if they would have had three guys, he would have played his three three guys. guys. Yeah. So, I mean, Kyle Lowry's a nice player, but, you know, he's not the best. Dustin's right there. Best All-Star game in a long time, but Nick Nurse lost the game for Team Giannis by not playing Rudy Gobert and Trey Young at all in the fourth quarter. Hashtag Nick Nurse for MVP. Hashtag Rudy was robbed. (laughs) No, he's not robbed. Robbed. Who cares? As I say, once the season resumes, and, and gosh, I was bored out of my mind last night just thirsting for a Jazz game, for an NBA game. I still got to wait three days for the Jazz and two for the NBA. I was clearing out the DVR. Well, <laughs> I start. I, I gave Kansas and was it Iowa State a run, but then they're blowing them out. See, what's the point? Well, yeah, I could. I couldn't do it. Uh, I actually talked to the family a little bit. They were wondering what the heck was going on. What are you doing talking to us? Yeah, it's it's weeknights in the winter. You're supposed to be downstairs. Uh, so I did flick around a little bit and. Watched MLB, get caught up on that. Uh, they had a Kobe thing on the NBA TV network. Uh, watched that. Only, you know, I'm certainly, his career is still all, very, at least in my mind, it's still very fresh. It's not like it's uh, 20, 30 years ago. It was just a handful of years ago. Uh, so as far as his career goes, still, still right there. Uh, but I appreciated what they were trying to do. I give them credit. And maybe they could extend it a little bit beyond that. I couldn't. I, I didn't understand the format, but I didn't want to really understand the format. <laughs> they tried to explain it to you at the start of the fourth quarter. I know, but I lost attention. I thought, does this really matter? But at least they were running around doing something, and it was fun. Jeff said the first three quarters were trash, but the fourth quarter they finally played some D and played like they really cared. And you know what I was thinking, too, uh, in the last 24 hours or so? If somebody would have blown out a knee. Oh, I know. Yeah. Then they would have just forget it. Yeah. The best thing about this for for Rudy and for Donovan is it came out of it healthy. Yeah, so maybe it's better they didn't play. Because Rudy's got a sort of gangly legs. And, someone, and someone he's like an offensive into, lineman. Someone rolled being, into your favorite player's legs? Yeah, to be susceptible like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, yep. he already wears a knee brace on one of those knees. Yeah, but offensive linemen, sometimes somebody rolls into them and they don't even know it's coming. Yeah. And we saw that's basically how Gobert got hurt yep. uh, in the Clipper series a few years back. So, I mean, the last thing you need, I mean, that just would just jeopardize their season big time. Uh, you know, from, from the from – the, depth standpoint you'd probably you wouldn't want an injury to either one but certainly Gobert would be the last guy you'd want to be injured on that team because they have other guys who can score but they really don't have anybody who can equate what he does I'm not sure that uh, most teams in the league do and so you better off have him sitting over there resting because he played well uh, I, I thought he would be fine I kept hearing well he doesn't really belong no it's a dunk fest and he dunks but they got to throw him the ball and they did and he helped himself with a bunch of offensive rebounds. Yeah, the big, that big windmill put back. I, I thought that it worked well because Gobert, 
Gobert has more stature in the league than Mitchell. And you've got to earn the stripes as far as getting mm-hmm. the PT. And Gobert, even though it's his first one, he still has the two-time Defensive Player of the Year. So he's a little older than Mitchell. Mitchell in two or three years, and I expect him to make it next year and the year after that and so forth. We'll see him starting to get in the 25, 20 to 25 range because he'll get more opportunities and he'll be more established, particularly if they have a decent playoff run. You know, because that's what really separates the so stars you really from the your elite stripes. levels. Yeah, yeah. you know, you really and, and if he's their guy, uh, putting them in, if they get to the conference final this year, they're going to get all the publicity that they could possibly handle because they're going to be a fresh story. And they're going to, and the thing about it is they will have done it the right way. Drafted. Or, or what, grown we, guys. what we perceive as the fairest way. As opposed to buying free agents, that yeah, because the Lakers wants. and Clippers didn't do it the wrong way. I mean, those are the rules, uh, so you can't really you can't penalize them for tampering. A, a guy wanting to come home, well, you can, and, uh, but no, but well, I'm talking Clippers. No, the Clippers, yeah, they are yeah. fine. No, I was talking about Anthony Davis. Yeah, uh, but that was the Kawhi one. wanted to be. He obviously wanted to be there, but he waited for his time. He earned his free agency and. Yeah. Moved yeah. to Southern California. Right. So there you go. And he said, go get George and I'll come. And they did. And so, and they paid a pretty good price for it. It's not like they gave him away. Uh, actually, the two teams that had George. Did okay when they traded him. Paid, they paid prices to get him. The two teams that acquired him is what yeah. I was trying to say. No, but the two teams who moved him got something coming back and totally. helped themselves. Yes. Yeah. 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 They did. So it was some somewhat of a win-win. And if the if the Clippers go on and win the the finals, they would be completely content with what they paid for. But the Jazz didn't do any of that. They they drafted. They scouted. They traded. They had shrewd maneuvers. Uh, and they got what what their their big free agent was uh, perceived to be uh, second tier is probably too strong, but not on that upper level of the of the tier Bogdanovich has been great for them but he was he was a little bit of under the radar relative to Davis I guess Davis was a trade but uh Kawhi. yeah I think he was second tier I mean given who else was available right it's relative I mean there he could have been other he years he would be first tier right but he wasn't at the all-star game so I think all-stars are first tier guys and he wasn't there so uh, yeah, I don't know that all all all-stars are first tier guys they I'd agree with that they too. Got to flush out the roster. Well, you yeah. said the all-star, but but when you're not tier. an all-star guy, yeah. I mean, it's the Paul George, not an all-star, but I still consider him up there. So I think that if the Jazz manage to get there, <laughs> they'll just get just reams of positive pub. I think that's true. Uh, Spencer's here on our Facebook page, and this actually reminds me of Utah and LSU. Spencer says. That game, that makes me even more excited for when it comes to Salt Lake. Oh, for sure. I know, yeah. but that's still three years away. That seems uh, like a long not time. Not that long, though. Uh, it's it's not long? as long as LSU and Utah, which is out there more than a decade. I get that. But it's like watching the game, that didn't even occur to uh, me. I didn't, didn't even no, think it about did it. to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Because of the fact that the nucleus, the two All-Stars, would be, what, 30 and 26. So that game could be right in their wheelhouse. You hope it is. 
Yeah, that's why I said could be. I yeah. mean, it may not be, but at 30, and, there's plenty of all-stars well, who are Mitchell's in that age uh, range. Well, they'll have Mitchell's at that point, won't they? Is this in like uh, eight years? With all the, you can re-sign them because they're Yeah, it depends because so they put opt-outs in now, so but we'll not in see. He, Mitchell's still on his rookie deal. So yes, but but he'll be up in twenty twenty one, summer of twenty one. I mean, restricted. I assume he will. Yeah, and I assume that he'll sign. Now he's not Hayward. He's not going to go yeah. on some tour. He's going to be like Joe Ingles. Sign me. In fact, they're just going to give him the maximum, so you're not going to get <laughs> no anything negotiation more. anyway. <laughs> there really isn't. I mean, right. unless you're just hell bent on leaving and you just hated here for so bad, but that doesn't seem to be the case, obviously. Yeah. So whatever they can give him, they'll pay him. He'll sign it, and away they go. You know, the Gobert may be different, but I anticipate as we sit here right now that both of those guys will be here, whereas yeah, with the Utes, there will most likely literally be nobody, certainly no players, even with your missions and gray shirts, there's going to be nobody who's going to be on that team in 11 years. <laughs> and who will be the coach? Flip a coin. I mean, right. who knows? Kyle, his successor, oh, the yeah. man who follows I, the man. I promise you it will not Four be. Four coaches down the line. It will not be Kyle Whittingham. I absolutely I think not. we all agree I, on that. I can guarantee it. I can. Gu- he will not see the Arkansas series. I don't know when that is. Should I go to future you, schedules? You can. But I've already talked to him about it on the record. I believe that's twenty twenty five, twenty six. He's not. He's not coaching then. No, he's not. He's that. That's not going to happen. But the All Star Game for here uh, is even though it's three years away, that just seems like it's right around the corner. If you're a freshman in high school, you will not be at a high school when the All Star Game comes here. That's close enough. And you gear up for it. And yeah, for the folks around here, for sure, yeah, that would be awesome. That that would be a lot of fun to just have that. To be? That's the people. Would you rather have the Olympics here or the All-Star Game? I am taking All-Star Game 100% of the time. Because I care about the NBA. The Olympics, Winter Olympics, barely. Certainly not anything beyond every four years. The only people who really cared about the Olympics were those people who wore those dopey beanies. Oof. I mean, the beret, get it right. Whatever. That's it. That was never, those those roots things, those were never going to be a, a thing. Look. Yeah. Somebody's going to be wearing those two weeks after this thing. Would you over. rather have Olympics here or basketball? I would much rather. What would you rather have? I'm not that married to either one of them, to be honest with you. I knew you couldn't come up with one. I would have bet my entire life you weren't going to offend one side or the other. (laughs) I think that offends both of them, but if you want to go with neither one. I would be more geared up for the NBA All-Star Game. I don't have any... I don't have any... uh, I grew up in San Diego. I mean, the Winter Olympics were a thing on TV, but we literally didn't play any of those sports. So if you grew up in Minnesota, you'd be all over it? Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'd be into hockey because I grew up playing youth hockey the whole way for like 12 years or whatever. One sport. I, I didn't Olympic, know. Olympics is I didn't way know, more than one sport. Yeah, I didn't know anybody who played hockey or figure skated or speed skated. Not a single person. Doc, you grew up where it was snow. How much do you know about figure skaters? I know a fair amount. You know a fair amount of figure skaters? Mm-hmm. Nathan Chun's a guy that's here locally. And you know champion. him? I don't know him. Oh. <laughs> I literally graded his math papers because he went to my kid's elementary school. Oh, well, there you go. 
<laughs> I graded Nathan's math paper. He's a big jazz fan. We need to get him on I the show. I thought you said you didn't know anybody. Now you know. I know. San Diego. Okay. Growing up in San Diego. never done growing up. <laughs> Never stop growing. You immature little bleep. <laughs> Never stop growing. It's a lifelong process. And who's this guy you're speaking of? Nathan Chun. He's a world champion figure skater from here in Salt Lake City. I'll be dipped. This who, is I, who ironically, hearing, who ironically of it. has moved to California. Yeah. How, how were his test scores? <sighs> very good. He was yeah. very good. Big time jazz fan. Wears Donovan Mitchell jerseys quite often. And Nathan Chun, huh? I'd never heard the name. Well, there you go. Shows you how interested I am in that stuff. I went to high school with a lady who did the skeleton. What's the skeleton? It's the one where you slide head first on the bobsled track. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what it's called? Yeah. No clue. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. I wasn't good enough as determined by the U- Tribune management to cover them, nor did I read one story that they wrote on it. There you go. <laughs> so we got a lot of people commenting on this one. The NBA All-Star Game. Cody Fish says, it blows, bring back East versus West. Ethan, I hate the team format. I prefer East versus West. Really? Yes. Multiple people commenting on the East-West and the, the Team Giannis, Team LeBron. Well, I think in this situation, I was a little more confused for a couple of things because it wasn't East versus West, and then the numbers were all the same. I didn't have any problem with the numbers being all the same, but I had to... But it throws you. It did to an extent. Because there were some guys I couldn't tell watching on a television right off the top of my head. On the widest shot, the, who was who The difference between Lowry and, say, Walker. And then I wasn't sure who's on which teams because uh, I paid zero attention to the draft. It was mostly East versus West. Because Giannis picked mostly Eastern guys, and LeBron picked mostly Western guys, but there were a couple exceptions, including the Jazz guys, right. But that didn't bother me. I have a hard time gearing up emotion for something that does not count. You're not alone. There are still a lot of people on here who say the game sucked. But I didn't say that either. See, that's gearing up emotion. Yeah, that's true. I couldn't gear up emotion either way. I wasn't disappointed, and I wasn't acting like, wow, that was a lot of fun. But I'll grant you the last 15 minutes or so, that was fun. That was okay. I was, I only, was fine with it. The only problem there, and Todd is one of many people who went to it, he says, uh, I love the new format. The fourth quarter had a playoff vibe going on, which is unheard of in an all-star game. However, I hated that a free throw won the game. How about a new rule? You can't win the game on a free throw. Is that just going to lead to all sorts of other problems? Win by two. It's called the Elam ending. There's a professor at Ball State who came up with this and has been pitching it for more than a decade. And he was saying unintended consequences. I mean, one of them obviously be if it can't end on free throws, then you just foul everybody and you're just hammering. Well, you don't want, you don't want guys getting hurt, so that but might be a little risky. Out. Well, unintended consequences and something that doesn't matter equals who cares. <laughs> if somebody got hurt, people would care. But I don't think that putting a free throw ban changes that. Because I think you would have 
the same situation. If I go down and clobber you, you're probably going to come down and clobber, clobber me. me. So do I want that? No. Well, teams are going to throw at the Astros. Are the Astros going to throw back at them? Well, and something that matters and something was taken away from something. Whoever was it onto the combo's team, is that what you were just calling it? They lost. Right. But I guarantee you two seconds after, they, they couldn't care. give a rip. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all about them playing. The great thing about it is they were playing for the sake of, we go back to, this, to the, the They're playing for park. Pr- for pride. That's just basically like, all you're playing for. LeBron's like, I want to win it with a 30-footer. So he took a 30-footer. Well, yeah. It was more like a 40-footer. 40-footer, whatever. Yeah, ah, why not? Yeah. I mean, you're LeBron, and you've, what, you've held the game in your the bottom of your hand for so many years, so you've earned that right, if that's what you want to do. And if it would have gone in, it would have been cool, but since, yeah, who cares, it didn't go in, and and then... In 48 hours or so, a little more than that, they resume the race. And I'm way excited for the last third of the season. Yeah. I just, and I'm way excited for the postseason. This, this, to me, I've got more excitement for this season than I've had in recent years for a couple of reasons. The Warriors aren't there, and the Jazz are better. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, BYU basketball ranked for the first time in nine years. Just how freaking good are the Cougars? Got a lot of people weighing in on that. We'll get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. With 12 locations conveniently located along the Wasatch Front, Steward Orthopedic and Sports Medicine provides care close to home. Make an appointment at mystewardortho.com today and join Scotty and Hans Thursday from noon to 3. They'll be at Steward Healthcare, 90th South, 3584 West in West Jordan. You asked Olympics or NBA All-Star Game? I'm NBA all the way, 100%. In fact, I think they should make it. You know how like they have Omaha for the College World Series? I'd say the NBA All-Star Game, Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> We're close to a lot of different places. Aaron says All-Star Game, it's over quicker. I think Aaron's, Aaron's not too geared up for either one of them. It seemed like it dragged on forever and ever. Nathan says, Winter Olympics, hands down. No way, Nathan. No way. Blair says Olympics. Christopher no. wants them both. No. Can't Christopher, I think you're going to get both. Keldon says, oh, this is tough. I think the Olympics will bring more money into the state, but I'd rather see the All-Star game. And well, what do I get from that? I was going to say. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's great if you own a rental car company or yeah. a hotel, but if you don't. <laughs> like you. Or a restaurant. Like you. No, I don't own a restaurant, a rental car, them? or a hotel. Oh, good. Probably wise investments. Sell them. Yeah. You're like Qualtrics. I got it. <laughs> I'm like Qualtrics. <laughs> Andrew says, the Olympics by far. Oh, man. No. This is, hey, no. Yak. Yak. 
If you think Olympics by far, no, no, set PK off. Wait for what comes next. Oh, here we go. Olympics by far. The Olympics is a much more enriching cultural event. The uh, hold up! What? Sleep that. The All Star Game is fun, but it's no, mostly just an NBA marketing. Push. I need to know who are the latest rappers when they bring it in here. I want to see Post Malone sitting on the front row. Okay. <laughs> Birthday dad, this is awesome. You win. Get this guy a beast ticket on the berm in 2025. Birthday dad, Winter Olympics. This is a clown question, bro. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> well done. Winter Olympics, Brett says, the NBA All-Star Game is not a competition. It's an exhibition. I'd rather see the best in the world actually compete. Right, and have judges here. That's a competition. Tyler says the NBA All-Star Game with three exclamation points. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) More people. Uh, people are loving there's multiple likes for enriching cultural event that phrase (laughs) an enriching cultural event come on most people wouldn't go to either one of them most people watch them both on TV so it doesn't matter where it is yeah but they have all star events you can go to they do so it's not literally just the game. They had because uh, if you're faithful, you shouldn't be coming to the game anyway. It's they had stuff. They had stuff on Friday and Saturday at the old Salt of Palace. Course. It was a it was a three day deal. It's basically a festival, yeah. I mean, so they've got stuff for fans. You don't have to be a part of the. You don't have to literally go to the game. Ben says the Olympics hand down, hands down, and I love basketball, but the Winter Olympics are uh, a bigger event. They've got way more events and uh, more of a showcase for where things are happening. Like what? What are we talking about? Justin's your guy. All-star game. The Winter Olympics are boring. <laughs> I mean, we had Dalla Dame and Lil Wayne on stage. And then we had Uncommon rapping everybody's name. How cool was that? I mean, it took about 45 minutes longer than it should have. Then we had Shaka giving the national anthem a new spin. I, come on. <laughs> what do you have in the Olympics? Bon Jovi? Here in the NBA, we've got rap, cutting edge. The Olympics, you had Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi with Steve Young. But do you see the difference? Yeah. What's one over here versus over here? <laughs> I mean, what is dope? What is woke? What is to the 100th? It's clearly the NBA. They're cutting edge. The Olympics is Bon Jovi. Well, you're going to get both, so you don't have to pick between them. You're going to get the Olympics in, or the All-Star Game in 2023, and I think they're going to get the Olympics in either 2030 or 2034. So there you go. You can put the Olympics out there with the Utah-LSU basketball game because we don't have NBA games to talk about and a jazz game to talk about. We are looking at the 2030s. And we ain't going to be talking about the Olympics in the 2030s. Yeah. I know, sure as heck. When they were here, we didn't, I was doing sports radio at the time. We didn't talk about them at all. Randy says, um, not a question. Olympics with three exclamation points. No. Colin, no, totally dismissive. No. Oh, please. The Olympics hands down. Oh, man. These people. Colin's also a skier. Colin's avatar. They are so wrong. I'd much rather have hoop. Who's more recognizable, Tommy Chung or Giannis Antetokounmpo? Tommy who? Chung. Who are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Did you mean Nathan Chen? No, I did not mean Nathan Chen. You don't even know who Tommy Chung is. See? 
DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. All right, the Cougars are ranked. Top 25, baby. BYU is back. How good are they? We'll get to that coming up. Stay with us.